Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the L2 Sports Podcast. I am your host, Lucas Cartelli, and with me, as always, my friend, Luca Moya. How you doing, buddy? I know it's been a long time. I haven't talked to you in probably well over a month uh, since we've done our last pod, so how you been? I know it was your birthday yesterday, so happy birthday. Thank you. And uh, Easter weekend just happened, so what's been going on with you, man? Man, I'm just praying for some nice weather. That's literally what I've been doing. Well, your prayers haven't been answered, buddy. It's slowing out there. God, I, man, I'm so over this, this country. Like, I really, I can't uh, believe it. Like, I can believe it in a way, just because it's Canada and it's Toronto. But at the same time, like, it's April 18. And it's snowing. It's white on cars. Yeah, it's white. Like, the trees are covered, the whole ground, and and it's still coming down. And, like, it's crazy because I think later in the week it's supposed to be, like, 18. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so backwards. I, I'm just ready to play basketball, baseball, tennis, golf. Man, I went to a golf simulator today, okay, for oh four hours. Gosh. That's how much I've been, I've been craving the golf scene. It, it's unbelievable. You can't do anything. You Are really you practicing can't do anything. for this year? For this, I am, uh... I'm practicing for a rematch, dude. I'm taking it serious <laughs> because you hustled me last year. And I'm coming practicing, man. back. No, look, I haven't I'm been on the back. course in like since last year and haven't touched my club. So me, me and my brother have just been like, when's it open? When's it open? When's it open? We got to yeah. go. I know a couple of nice days. They were, I saw people out on the driving range near my house. So mm-hmm. we got to get back into it once this snow clears. Uh, I just wanted to apologize. First of all, to everybody. I know we haven't put a pod out in a while. Uh, I'm going to take a little responsibility for that because one, we were going to do one. I got food poisoning all week. I, I was like down and out. And then the next week I get COVID and it, it really affected me and my voice. So I couldn't really talk for about like properly for about three weeks. So uh, now I'm full back, uh, back healthy. I was on LITR. Luca was checking in on me every single week. We didn't have to put him against the cap or anything. We just no. didn't make any signings. That's just basically what we did. I didn't make any signings. I was like, you know what? Let's wait for the veteran to come mm-hmm. back. The Jack Eichel, Jack Eichel back yeah. uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, just like I'm back on the L2 Sports Podcast. Let's talk some hockey, please. Okay, okay. So I wanted to, when it was happening, I was in COVID. I'm watching the Bruins. I'm watching the Leafs. And the Leafs absolutely dummied the Boston Bruins. And... It gave me hope. Buddy, that was, it, listen, listen, that listen was to my like point. A month ago. I know it was a month ago, but I wanted to talk to you about it because okay. we're, we're getting towards the playoffs and seeding with one, two, and three in the and four in the Atlantic are still up yeah. in the air. Um, so I'm watching this game. I think it was like seven two or something, and the Bruins just it, it looked like they forgot about the puck and they just took the body every single time on the Toronto Maple Leafs, whether it was Taylor Hall punching Labushkin in the back of the head <laughs> or like yeah. big hits from Charlie McAvoy. And I know the Leafs played really well in that game. They played in Boston. They scored seven goals. They just came off a win against Tampa Bay as well, a defining win. I still don't want to play the Boston Bruins in the first round just because for that aspect of the Boston Bruins can bully you in a series. You have to win four games against a team. One game is a different story. You, you, you get in, you get out, and that's the end of it. But through four games, especially in a hostile environment like Boston, I'm still not taking – I'm still not comfortable with the Leafs taking on Boston in the first round. I think it would be different this year. Um, we hear this every year, but really it would be different because the Leafs would have home ice mm-hmm. if, if all uh, 
if it all points to that. I, I don't think I don't think Boston would beat them though this year. There's just I, I can't see it happening. They don't have the firepower like they used to. Like yes, they're really good defensively. Uh, Bergeron has taken a step back. You could see that coming. He's getting older. I think he's out of a contract this year. They haven't really done any negotiations. So there's that. Marshans on, you know, getting towards the middle 30s. Still a really good player. But it's really him and Pasternak. DeBrusque here and there. Halla. Taylor Hall. Okay, but, like, we don't have – they don't have, you know, 30 goal scores. Like, at least got Marner, right? They got Willie. Matthews – Matthews has, what, 58 goals. Like, yeah. he's got more than Boston's – bottom two lines combined like it or top three lines combined. like it's, it's crazy um you have will nylander as well so they got fire firepower uh the least do and they've had that for the last couple of seasons i feel like where they could just put the puck in the net and when it comes to playoff time they just get bondy but this is different right like montreal and columbus i think were ones where people are like oh they choked it away they just don't play good against bad teams they just yeah. don't they they play down to their opponent and they play up to their opponent where I think if they played Boston this year, Boston's not a push or not a bad team, but I'm saying, I think this could be the time. I think this is their best shot because we've said this in the past where the Leafs have crazy, they've set already a franchise, you know, total and, and, mm-hmm. and wins and records. And there's still what six games to go. Matthews is on pace to hit 60 goals, right? That hasn't happened for a Leaf ever. Marner and Matthews have are on pace at like 110 points. Matthews is 50 in his last 50 war, whatever, like that's crazy stats. Like things that you haven't seen in the NHL for a very long time, and it's happening with the Buds. If I'm Toronto, I think the one team I'd want to play is Boston because you gotta slay the drag. You just have to do it. You have to slay the See, dragon. That, again, that's what makes me uncomfortable is there's always gonna be that storyline in the background being there is can they beat Boston? Can they beat Boston? Yeah, you laid out like a lot of good points where the Leafs kind of want to play Boston, but I just feel like they match up better against the Tampa Bay. Yeah, they have Vasilevsky, the best the best goalie in the league, but my brother said it last night. We have the best goal scorer in the league. You know what I mean? It, the the in, the immovable object versus the unstoppable force. You know what I'm saying? So what's going to give? Tampa's gone deep in the playoffs every uh, for the past two years. They've won the Stanley Cup, so are they fatigued? They lost a, a couple guys key guys in their lineup this year they brought in a couple of pieces at the deadline but they're not the same as as the Barclay Goodrow um a Yanni Gord etc you know what I'm saying so again just the way they played it in Tampa Bay I liked what I was seeing the Leafs made some big upgrades on the def- on the defense core adding Labushkin adding Giordano which was a huge signing and the one thing that worries me is the goaltending and Jack Campbell and you can't really rely on Jack Campbell right now. He's given up every single night. It seems like he's given up three or four goals. May They may or may not be his fault, but still, you can't allow four goals every single night. I know your team is one of the best scoring teams in the league, but when it comes to Tampa Bay, if Vasilevsky gets hot, you might only get one or two, one or two goals that night, and you need Jack Campbell to play up to it, get him. And I don't think if Mrazek comes back or, or that, that kid who's been playing up and down – uh, with the Leafs, Jack Campbell just worries me big time. That's the thing. The goalie situation is a Shalgren. Is it Campbell going into a playoff series? I feel like you just have to go with Campbell. Like you're yeah. gonna put in the kid again. Like is this the story every year? You know they have a goalie. He does well. Gets hurt. The backup comes in. 
Goalie's on, a, on an expiring deal. Ah, we're going to get rid of it. Let's go with this guy. Then next year, oh, this guy's not doing mm-hmm. as good. We need a backup. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with the Leafs goaltending situation. No one ever knows what's going to happen. But I think they're in a position right now, and I and I we've said this so many years, and would I say they're a Stanley Cup contender? I have to see them win a round first. Okay, but by the looks of it, based off the regular season, you can say they're Stanley Cup contenders for the last five years. Yeah. Right, so I feel like that narrative has to be pushed down a little bit. They're not a Stanley Cup contender until they prove that they can win in the playoffs. Yeah, that's just what it is. They got to win around this year. They have to. It is. It has to happen. It has to happen. Okay. What I was saying was, I don't. I think this is. I shouldn't say the worst Boston team that we've seen, but they're definitely not up to par with the teams that went to the Cup final in 2019 mm-hmm. or. Or even last year where they had real good depth, good scoring depth. Taylor Hall was just traded at the deadline. He was catching fire. I think it's just – it's going to align so perfect, okay, that the Leafs are not going to play Boston in the first round. Boston's going to squeak their way to the conference final. The Leafs are going to squeak their way to the conference final, and the Leafs are going to beat them. Oh, because I, if that I, happens, Boston's in the Metro side. Yeah, they're, they're playing Carolina conference. as it sits right yeah. now. So can they beat Carolina? I mean, they've got absolutely dummied by Carolina all year, but they've mm-hmm. shown in the past they can beat them in a playoff series. Different team, I get it. And then Boston versus Pittsburgh or the Rangers. Can you not see Boston coming out of that? Of course, you could see them losing, but yep. you could still see them coming out of it. Where in the Atlantic, you could see Florida, you could see Tampa. I guess you could say Toronto. Yeah. Regard disregarding all the things. Washington, right? Again, they have shown they can go the distance mm-hmm. the east is a death it's death row yeah i I, row. I i think every team in that east you can see it like in a cup final yeah you could see florida you could see toronto carolina new york if if your stake plays to the vesna candidate that he was playing early in the season the 942 that yeah. he had or something like that you could see him take this ranger team to the yeah. cup final pittsburgh as well jari's played unbelievable you have sid you have melkin you have Latang, you have uh gensel as well like those three, those four guys are going to take you there. Even Boston. Like, I know you laid out a lot of things about Boston, how they've been not the best the best Boston team we've seen. They can go. Anything can happen in that playoffs. Tampa Bay, two-time Stanley Cup champion. The only team I'm not sold on are the Washington Capitals. I just I just don't yeah. think they have the goaltending. And it's even the depth up front. Like, you have Ovi, you have Tom Wilson. Backstrom, again, he was injured at the start of the year. TJ Oshie's been in and out of the lineup. So Washington, for me, against Florida in the, in the first round, that's going to be a tough a tough one to squeak through. Yeah, Whoever comes out of the East, I always say every year, and it's been Tampa the last two years, the bubble season, whatever, but mm-hmm. they deserve, I feel like, to be there. You can get out of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, Anybody you play, it's a tough matchup, yeah. even the wildcard teams. I guarantee you nobody wants to see Boston. You could say, yeah, okay, I'd rather Boston over other teams, but there's still not a team you want to play. Mm-hmm. Like you'd rather play like like the Kings in yeah. the West than you would ever want to touch, you know, the Caps, Tampa, yeah. Boston, or all any of these Atlantic or Metro teams. That's just what it is. The East is is a battle, but whoever comes out of it, I think deserves to be out on top. When I'm 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 looking at the West right now to to move on. Colorado against Nashville, St. Louis, Minnesota, Calgary, Dallas, Edmonton. And the LA Kings, like it just doesn't seem like <laughs> that great of a like competition. Can you not you would, see you the see. East, other than maybe Colorado, Calgary has been pretty good this year. No, I would say Cal- Calgary and Colorado are the two juggernauts yeah. in in the in that and in I, that division. And I know Vegas has had some injuries. If they could sneak in, maybe they can do some that. Maybe, but I'm saying 
Colorado, and Calgary. Other than those two teams, I would take every single Eastern Conference team over yeah. there. And even with Colorado and Calgary, you can make a case that the Eastern teams make it tough on them. Yep. That's how good it is. I think what ten of the eight of the top ten teams in the league are are all the playoff teams in the East. Let me let me check for you there. Yeah, check for me. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Six six out of the ten right as they sit right now. Okay, but then you look and then you go eleven and twelve, Pittsburgh, Washington. Pittsburgh, Washington, exactly. So there you go. And Vegas is three points out of a playoff spot right now. Yeah. So if they can squeak in, they have Jack Eichel back. They have um, Mark Stone back. Matt Pacioretty just came back as well. So yeah. they I, they just again goaltending and and their their scoring really just needs to pick up and find that chemistry with a couple of new guys. They haven't played together all year. Uh, they really need to pick it up. So I think there's like eight eight or seven games left in the NHL season. A week and a half left uh, before the NF- NHL playoffs, and we're gonna cover that as soon as it starts. Every single series, uh, we'll get into it. I guess in a week and a half and we'll get right to that. The thing I would was looking forward to look to talking to you about throughout my COVID, my COVID stay was the Toronto blue Jays. I am so happy. Baseball is back. No, I, I called up Andrew, uh, Andrew and been on the show. And I said, buddy, I don't care what you're doing tonight. Cancel your plans. We're sitting in the basement and we're going to watch the home opener. Because it was the real home opener. We got opening day. The first game of their season was played at the Rogers Center. Revamped Rogers Center. New big screen lights. I love it. The entrances, the starting of the the game. And the thing I love about this baseball team, and I've seen it in a couple of games throughout throughout the game and in the dugout, is this team loves to play baseball. You see Vladdy, his energy. George Springer has, with these young guys, has the energy. Gurriel, Teoscar Hernandez, those guys are always hanging out, joking around at the end of the dugout. Bo Bichette, just the style and, and swagger he plays with on the field. I love it. And, it. and and it brings it. You see Matt Chapman. Has that guy stopped smiling ever since he's been traded to the Toronto Blue It seems Jays? like he loves being he, here. Like, he was just yeah. at the Leaf game last night. I saw a video of him chugging a beer. Yeah. So uh, he's a really embracing... Uh, Toronto, I guess, as a city, and and we love to have them. What are your thoughts right now on the Toronto Blue Jays? Just to, I guess, what are we, 10 games into the season? <laughs> Already. Oh my God. These guys play every damn day. Yeah, we still got 160, uh, 152 to go. 152 to go. Well, the offense is legit. We knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know sometimes they're not going to get, you know, five runs a game. Okay. But I would just like to see, you know, pitching on – Offense on. I just want to win games, Lucas, like 8-1. Can, yeah. I, can, can that ever happen? No. No. Not with Why can the team. Yankees do it? The Yankees can do it, right? The Red Sox do it. The Rays can do it. We either win 10-8 or we win 3-2, mm-hmm. which doesn't bother me because it, it shows that, like, you can win the close games and your offense can come alive when you need to and your pitching can come alive when they need to in, in those, you know, tight games. But opening opening day was amazing. At no point in that game was I nervous, and no. that was crazy because they were down what six nothing, seven nothing. Yeah, uh, when Bears got, I said it. I'm like, they're coming back. Like you have yeah. to watch the rest. They're of They're gonna game. come back. Yeah. So they, um, they definitely proved that the offense is legit. Now the rotation, on the other hand, Ryu, I'm sorry. Done. He's done <laughs> for a, me. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm out. I'm out on him. I am. I, I'm out. And I'm hearing things. Put him in the pen. You're gonna put a guy who throws 88 in the pen? Come on. No, you can't. No. 
I don't want you think I want him going in there in the seventh. At least what he's doing, he's doing it in the first and the second. Yeah. We have seven innings to come back. You think I want him doing that out of relief? No the, chance. The only time you put Ryu in relief, and I don't even want him in relief, is if the starter gets pounded in the first inning and you need a long guy. Yeah. He's like, you know what? We're already losing six nothing. Throw Ryu in and just let him pitch. I agree. Or if the game's going on like the 14th inning, which probably is not going to happen anymore because no. we have that run. You throw him in. Off the bench. Here, you know what? Here, listen. Close the game out for us. You can play. That's the only time. I agree with you. Injury, he, he's always hurt. Mm-hmm. And when he does I come, just think it's phantom phantom injuries. Like, they're just like, let's put him on the IL. Give him 10 days to figure it out. Like, yeah. Forearm oh. stiffness. Come on. After he's had forearm there. stiffness every year. Oh, forearm's a 10-day IL. And then he comes back and he's better. They even gave him six days yeah. rest after his first start, which surprised me. And he still didn't do well. Six days rest for a guy who doesn't throw 90. Or barely throws 90. Like, that just, I'm sorry, that doesn't happen. I, I'm out on him. Uh, Gosman, I think, is sick. I think our best pitcher, I've said it I've said it last year. Uh, I'm so glad he continued. Manoa's our best pitcher. Manoa. He, that, this guy, I was laughing so hard when I saw the lineups come out, the rotation lineup. I'm like, first game in Yankee Stadium. Yep. You're putting in the kid. And he rose to the gate. He, he's a stud. He's there. He just goes in there, pitches a gem in the Bronx, and leaves. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is the guy I want. This is the guy. Barrios, love him. Great. Gosman, love him. Great. Manoa? He's scaring me. Barrios I, is scaring me. He scared me a little bit, but he'll pick it. I We've seen him do well. But Manoa's just – I don't know. I don't get it. He throws, what, three pitches? Yeah, he threw the hard fastball. I think a changeup in that huge slider. slider. That's it. That's all he does. <laughs> And I'm like, this slider is nasty too. Slider is disgusting. It's like a curved slide. Oh, it's, it's just, it's I don't disgusting. know how it is. It's disgusting. But that's what I'm saying. Like he is good. Like, and and again, like the bullpen. I, I I'm praying that Baraki can come back and mm-hmm. eat Baraki because you know me. I think I they think, brought think, him up after um after they put Ryu on the IL. I okay. think Baraki's been uh, brought up. You uh, you've been a big Baraki guy like me. I I yes. think I think we both. Yeah, you know, we're really high on Baraki. Bit you know, unfortunate with the injuries and stuff, but I love him. Pearson again, if Pearson could just be fifty percent of what everybody thought he would be, I think he can still be a good ballpen guy. But the rotation is a bit concerning. What we can't do. We're ten games in, and I'm still upset because yes. we saw last year took one game. Yep. Everybody's like, ah, oh, it's just ten games in. I'm like, get it, get rid of this attitude because you saw what happened last year. Yeah. I'm pissed off in game number two. I'm getting cheesed. Mm-hmm. You see the ump the other night? You saw the ump the other night, right? Yeah. How bad the ump was? Oh, my. Dude, I I can't believe it. We, I had my whole family over, and we're, like, screaming at this television. Yeah. Because we were talking. I'm like, if he calls that strike all game, no problem. Call that strike all game. He was bad for both teams. But he was bad for both teams. But that was – there was a – the pitch to Gurriel, that curveball that he called him out on, it was way further out than what he's been calling all game. And then he did it to the next batter. Yeah, he, it, like, was, it was like six. Hey, it was in the other box, man. Yeah, it was in the other box. I'm like, what? What are you seeing that we're not seeing? <laughs> yeah, know. You know what I'm saying? And bro, and it's a curve. It's not even like it's going 95. It's going 76 it. miles an hour. You can't yeah. see that. I I couldn't believe it. I was I was just honestly I was thinking of you. I'm like, this guy must be because I was fuming. I'm like, and you know what I loved? Me? You know, I said it right before he did. I'm like, I need Charlie to go out there and yeah. And, Show finally, him. finally. But the funniest thing was is we you know our opinions on Charlie Montoya. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even say anything. He was standing on the top step. He was giving it a little bit in the dugout, and then he went on the top step, but he was quiet. He just stood on the top step 
And then yeah. the umpire threw him out. And I'm like, he didn't even say anything. And then he, he, he gave and him And then a- he had to come out. I was like, okay, you know what? At least he finally got thoughts out of the game. Yeah, like, and then all he sees on social like, media. All he said was what? What? Yeah, like, what, he what did looking. I do? Like, I'm on the top what, step. Yeah. What I, like, and he just got I'm thrown not doing out. Anything. I, I was dying. I but was that's dying. the thing about baseball. These umpires, just they think they have such, like, control of the game. And, like, well, they, they do. They think they're getting shown up. I know. Like, buddy. You know what I mean? If both teams are yelling at the strike zone, man, like, <laughs> you're probably doing something wrong. You know what I I couldn't believe it. I get it, the off pitch. Like, again, these pitches are coming in at 90 you know, 95, but man, when it's all game and it's not even close and you're doing that, both Luca, that's teams your are job, man, that's your job. And again, at that level, that can't happen. It can't happen. Uh, before we move to basketball, what did you think of Kershaw getting pulled? Oh, I saw mixed opinions on that. And I'm like, he's Clayton Kershaw. Like he knows when he's doesn't have his stuff anymore. You know, I don't know the conversations with Dave Roberts. Maybe before that inning, he came mm. and he's like, "Dude, like I'm, I'm done." Like after this, but it inning, didn't seem like it. It didn't though. seem it didn't like seem. it because he had his A stuff, and then at seventy pitches, you take him out in a perfect game. Eighty, but yeah, eighty pitches, and you take him out in a perfect game. There's been like what twenty something perfect games ever 22? in Major League Baseball. Yeah, it bothered and you have me the opportunity. Because... He's got a no hitter in his career. That's what they were saying. Like if it was a no hitter, you take him out. You save him because Fine. he's got to ramp up his arm. But when you're throwing a perfect game, let him go. Give him a six days rest. Bring up a pitcher from from the from Triple A and give him six days rest. If you overstretched Clayton Kershaw, like he's one of the he's a veteran on your team. Like I think there should have been more if there wasn't more discussion with like more pushback maybe from him. Be like, come on. Dave, let me go until something bad happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I think they, was the game out of reach. What was it was it was five nothing. That's what I'm saying. If something goes bad, I get three two men on, three nothing, men yeah. on. Uh, allow one or two runs. Take me out because then the game's gone. My thing is this: two, three, well, apparently they talked before the game and they said eighty is, you know, eighty. Oh, is it's like a the, hard eighty, eh? It was a hard eighty. Bro, but this is what I understand. Okay, two things. Number one, um, let's just say it was the fourth inning, okay, and he was pitching a gym and he was at ninety pitches. You pulling him? Yeah. After the fourth inning? Yeah. Okay, because I get it. You don't want this. You don't want the count to go up, so people are like, "Oh, you know, maybe you know, what if it was just the fourth inning and it was 90, 95 pitches, but I he's still pitching the gym? You would have pulled him. Okay, fine. No, but are we saying in this situation where yeah, this situation, pitcher, the, like this time in the season, he's pitching, he's in the fourth inning, Matt, and he's got pretend it was that game, but he was at ninety pitches in the fifth inning. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling him. You're still pulling them because, going because into the six. if to, to go all the way to the ninth, what he's going to pitch 120, 230 okay. pitches. Come on. So I thought that was a fair argument. Okay. I was mm-hmm. okay. You know, I can see it, dude. Let me tell you something here. You let him go. How do you know that on pitch 81, he doesn't get hit. Then you pull him out, but just give it a shot. Just let him try it. How do you know when you came out there, Lucas, the very first pitch of the inning, the 81st pitch of the game, he gets hit. Then okay, you pull him out. You pull him as soon as as soon as he walks a guy, as as he, walks he hits a guy, batter. When the perfect game is gone. You pull as him. soon as someone, bro, Trey Turner could have made an error. Then I I pull him. Like he saying. could have done anything. Anything, anything to ruin that perfect any, game, you pull him. But I'm sorry, at 80 pitches in the first start of the year, are you kidding me? Like we haven't seen this. Like 22. Uh, I think the last perfect game was what 2012, Felix. 
Yeah, I think it was 2012 Felix. Like, come on, it doesn't happen. The no-hitter, like you said, I get it. It's a no-hitter. It's whatever. But, dude, a perfect game on his first start of the year. It's Clayton Kershaw. Like, I re-signed it. Give him the respect. He's like a veteran on your team. He's a L.A. Dodgers legend, man. Like, come on. Let him go. This is another reason why I hate baseball sometimes. It's so damn analytical. Now it is. Now it's way way too analytical. Every time they go in the dugout, their iPads, pitches here, pitches there. Um, Dave Hudgens on the Blue Jays is now the hitting strategic coach. Man, how about and this? Buck how Martinez about is like, oh, I wish I had a, a hitting or yeah. hitting strategic coach when I was playing. Like, <laughs> it's crazy well, uh, the, the different time, coaches and everything they look into now. Every time the ball is thrown, hit the damn ball. You don't. Okay, can you hit it if it comes down the middle? Is he hanging the slider? Is he hanging the curve? Hit hey, it. if the, the information's there and they can track that information, That's good fine. on every team in the league to put more development into that. But when you're looking at an 80 pitch situation and a guy in the, what was it? Seventh inning, right? Um, y- Yeah, but no, but yeah, going into the eighth. Going into the eighth. And he's so at 80 seven. pitches. Dude, are you kidding me? That's How 10 much- pitches an inning, bro. Almost. And he's what, 10, dealing, 10, 11, man. 11 pitches And he's an dealing. And he's Clayton Kershaw. He knows his body. Like he knows he's gone long in games. He's pitched on short rest in the playoffs. Like, I couldn't believe it. I turned it on. I was like, okay, here we go. And then I see the guy running out of the dugout. I'm like, I saw the tweet right away. It's like Clayton Kershaw just got, or I was coming back from work and I heard on the radio and I saw the tweets like Clayton Kershaw has been pulled in a perfect game. I'm like, really? That, but that's the thing about baseball. Did you not, did you not think in the back of your head? I'm like, I, I remember watching, I'm like, if they pull this guy, like the fact that me and you were even thinking that there was a chance to get pulled is the problem. Yeah. You should think perfect game, 80 pitches, first start of the mm-hmm. year. That he should go all the way. But the fact that it's in our minds and it's in the, the, the fans of baseball's minds that there's a chance he can get pulled here is the problem with the game. Yeah. Because it's so analytical. If you're dealing, you are absolutely – dude, that's like – Lucas, that's like pulling a guy with a 45 safe shutout with two minutes to go. I'm going to pull him. And just <laughs> pull him. Someone else put in him. the backup. Let's put the backup in just because you know what? He saved too many shots tonight. No. I, I, I didn't like it. Well, What's the point, though? What is the point? I'm telling you, pitch 81. If it was anything other that, that ruined the perfect game, you could have taken him well, out. But what was he going to get to? 100 pitches? He had two more innings to go? Even if it was 100 dealing? pitches, it's the first start of the year. 100 pitches in a perfect game is still extraordinary. That's what? That's 11 pitches an inning? That's it. That's cracked. 11 <laughs> pitches stupid. an inning? Dude, 11 pitches an inning is what? 3.3 pitches per batter? He was dealing. Nobody could touch him. And you take him out in a perfect game. And now, what are the odds that we're going to see another one if there's only been 20, 22 perfect yeah. games in the league? Last question. This is a yes or no question. Angels are six and four this year. Trout, Shohei Tani, fully healthy. Are they making the playoffs this year? No. Okay. How many playoff teams are there now? There's, so there's going to be, I think there's three, two three wild cards, three wild cards, and then the division winners. Pretty okay, sure. so be yeah, three wild cards, three then... wild cards in the division winners. Will they make the playoffs? I hope so. I want my okay, to play like, in the playoffs. Me too, but think of it like this, right? American League East, Jays division, three playoff teams, four maybe. Yep. Okay, so you have one. No one's coming winner. out of the Central, and then you might get Houston in the. You may have Houston. Okay, the White Sox in Houston are going to be battling, right? Um, that's pretty much it. The Twins had a big win today, but mm, yeah, I, I still don't trust. I don't the trust twins, the really. Twins either. 
So, so it's really between the – and the Mariners could be a surprise team, but I'm thinking like Red Sox, Jays, Yankees, Rays, I think they're all going to make the playoffs. And then you have Houston and the White Sox. One of those teams have to miss if the other four mm-hmm. make it. Okay, then you have the Angels fighting with the Mariners and the Athletics. Yeah. There's a chance just because of their division, but if they don't win the division, they're not making it. Yeah. Good so. call. Good call. Um, basketball. Raptors. Playoffs. Oh, yeah. Take, they got smacked by Philly in game one. Game two mm-hmm. is tonight. We're recording this on Monday, so the game is tonight. Thoughts on the playoffs? Thoughts on the game? No Scotty Barnes tonight. No Trent Jr. tonight. No, they're playing. Trent and Thad Young actually are playing. Oh, they're in? I thought that it's yeah, they, they uh, late game. Late. Wow, Luca. On the ball. I on the ball. I, I get all these updates. Like my phone's going off the hook and it's just on like the ball. Very nice. random ass stuff. Yeah, but uh, they can are they do playing. it, Luca? Can they do it? That's can all they I have win to the say series? Yes, a lot they can. Of, a lot of people I've seen say the Raptors can take this in seven based on how they played them in the series. But looking at game one, I'm like, what just happened? Yes, they can. Yes, they can win the series. Um, they're going to. Ha- it comes down to one thing, and I've said this all year: free throw shooting. Um, you know, Harden and Beat are going to get their free throws, and you know they're going to knock down eighty to eighty-five percent of the, their free throws. When the Raptors get to the line, they have to do the same. Yeah, they have to knock down eighty, eighty-five because. They're going to be knocking down eight of every 10 shots from the line. You have to do the same. Even if you don't get as many chances as they do, you have to shoot just as good as they do, if not better from the line, because it's already going to be hard when guys are, you know, have to be taken out of the game to play defense. Uh, you know, you can't play def- defense the way you want to because you're scared of fouling out and beats just a tank. He's going to either go to the rim and score, or you're going to have to foul him. And even when you do foul him, like I said, he's going to knock down 80% of his free throws. Mm-hmm. When the Raptors go to the line, they have to make it count because those are the points that are easy. Those are the points that are going to make or break the game at the end of the game. If it's you're down by four, you're down by five, you're down by six, or you're down by one or two. That's one less possession. You don't have to jack up a three at the end of the game or with two minutes left in the game. You can play a long game. You have to get the points that are given to you because we know Embiid and Harden are going to go to the line combined probably 20 yeah. times. And they're gonna knock down sixteen of them. It's just that's the it, problem. It, it is hard because like if you look at Philly and like the way they played them like this year, they played them really well. They they locked down and beat, they locked down James Harden. They really didn't have great games. You look at game one, I think James Harden again has figured it out. If you're gonna play tight defense and not let me score, okay, I'm gonna beat you other ways. 14 assists uh in game one for James Harden. Joel Embiid, he had again. Dominant on the glass. I think the Raptors have to be way better on the glass because that their team is a bunch of bigs. And I'm watching the first quarter, and they're just getting out offensive rebound, all out defensive rebound by by this team. And I'm like, that's your bread and butter. You have all these big guys on the floor to do that, to rebound, to to get second chance points in the offense. And mm-hmm. you just have to, you have to, I guess you have to hope and pray that if you lock down and beat and you lock down Harden, that these other guys like Maxi and green don't beat you because they, in game one, they beat you. They beat you for sure. And can they do that throughout a seven game series? I don't know, but the Raptors have to be better. They're without Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam. Yeah. He had 24 <laughs> points. He shot 50% from, from the field, but you got to be better. You got to take over the game. You have to, if you're going to be the, the guy who's paid the most money on this team, 
you have to be a difference maker. And it looked like Scotty Barnes, like as a rookie, is looking like that guy. He has that mentality that this yeah. is my team. Give me the ball and get on my back, boys, because we're going to do this thing. And without him tonight, it's got to be Fred. It's got to be Pascal. OG Ananobi's, again, it's got to step it up as well on the defensive end too because he, he was getting ex- exposed in game one big time. They're, they're, they still don't have a, a, the guy. They don't have the yeah, guy. And good. this team's never going to have the guy until they draft Buddy, him. You think or they're gonna have, let me tell you something. You think you're going to have the guy when it's snowing in April? You think anybody's going to come here? No. When it's snowing in April, seriously. It's a great place. It just snows a lot, Luca. I would great fans. I'm moving. It dude. just I'm snows all. a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to LA. That's why everybody goes to Hollywood. Does it snow there? <laughs> or Florida? I thought you were about to say Boston, like, buddy. It's still no, snows there no. Too. But how crazy is this? We're just talking about free throws, and Beats have nine free throw attempts in nine minutes. Oh, so, they they were fouling unbelievable. I think uh, Fred had in the first 58 seconds had two fouls. I'm like, but that's what I'm saying. Harden already has three. So already, oh look, and B just got look, and B just got two more. So he's at 11 free throws in 10 minutes. He is on pace to shoot 35 free throws if he plays 35 minutes. Take that in. Mm-hmm. A free throw a minute. It's tough to win games like that. And I'm not blaming the refs. But that's why I'm saying when you guys get the free throws, by you I mean make the refs, count. make them count because he's 10 of 11 from the line yeah. and he's got 18 points. So mm-hmm. half of his points right now. Are from that line. Who do you have in the NBA? Who do you have going to the finals? Um, the Suns. Yep. Just think they're too good. I think Golden State maybe because of their shooting, but I think Golden I State know, we'll in see. the conference final. But uh, yeah, I would. I I think the Suns as well for in the West. In the East, I got the winner of Boston and the Nets. It's too mm-hmm. close to call. Or Milwaukee. Maybe a little Milwaukee. rematch. Just because Giannis is phenomenal. They didn't look the greatest yesterday against the Bulls. I wish the Bulls had Lonzo. I think it would have been an even better series, but I think the Bulls will win that. Yeah. And probably nice. Boston or the Nets. It has to be Boston's year eventually, Lucas. It's been, what, four or five years we've been saying Boston's going to be this yeah. team in the next year, and they just can't really get over the hump. I think this could be the year if they can get over the Nets. I think they would give Milwaukee a run for their money if they met. I still like Miami. Okay. Just yeah. Number on one the, seed. Based, yeah. Based, number one seed based on the roster. Eric Spolstra, pro, uh, up for uh, coach, coach of the year for them. Yeah. Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, just like veteran guys who know what they're doing in the playoffs. But again, I think Boston, Miami in the conference final, and mm. I'll just go against you and take Miami. Miami and the Suns. The Suns take it because Chris Paul has got to get a ring before yeah. he retires. He needs yeah. to get a ring, and I like the way he's doing it. I had this conversation with my with my cousin. I like the way he's doing it because he went to the Suns, struggling team, and he made them better. He brought them to a playoff caliber team based on his experience. He didn't go to the Lakers. He didn't go to the Clippers. Uh, please, the Lakers. Holy sir. crap. What a show the yeah. Lakers and Clippers have been this season. Uh, the Clippers were hurt. I mean, Kawhi was hurt. PG was hurt. I get Kawhi's it. Kawhi's always hurt, Luca. Yeah. Anthony Davis is always hurt. Oh, please don't get me started with the Lakers, Lucas. Please, honestly, it, it's, it's brutal. In the media, oh. is just complaining. Oh, this and that. I'm like, buddy, you're shooting bricks, man. You don't have it anymore. Yeah, you never really did have it. When, when it was you didn't shooter. have it anymore. Yeah, it's LeBron. Uh, it was LeBron. Yeah. LeBron screwed up. LeBron screwed. Yeah, they should have went for up. Buddy Hill. I said it from the start. I don't know they why screwed they screwed up, Luca. Whatever. 
we, we I, saw, uh, I saw a we, trade though. Clay Thompson, James Wiseman for Anthony Davis. Rumor. Saw it on a on a podcast. I don't know about that. That's Clay's getting old. Wiseman hasn't played all year. Davis is a band aid. I don't know who it helps. I can't stand Anthony Davis. I'm done with Anthony Davis. Uh, quickly before we go, NFL draft next week. Yes. Do you have a favorite prospect or no? The NFL. Ever since. Oh, oh, have you so- picked a team, by the way? Have you picked a team? No, I haven't picked a team yet, man. I'm. Uh, I don't know what to do. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with the Seahawks. Are I, I kind of want them to get Baker just to have some fun, see what happens. Yeah, but really. they're not gonna give up. I just don't think they're gonna give up Baker because they don't know what's gonna happen with Deshaun Watson right now. That you might get suspended. Then you yeah. have Baker as your backup, and it would just be so funny. And they're like, we've been, we've brought this quarterback in to replace you, but hey, can you play yeah. the first six games for us? I, I think Baker <laughs> wouldn't even play. I think he'd be like, screw yeah, you guys. Screw I'm not guys. playing. What the hell? Because like he's getting, yeah. he's getting dumped by that franchise. I'd love to bring in um, Baker Mayfield to the Seahawks. I just think again, Pete Carroll's got to go front they need a, they need a qb like okay would you want them so you want a qb so if you need a baker or one of the qb prospects you want the seahawks to be qb at nine yeah that's what you want i would say more, go defense you're not going to win this year right so maybe no. you, you pick more on the defense because again or offensive line because that again has been your downfall and what one of the reasons why russell wilson <laughs> kind of left and wanted to leave because yeah. he scores all these points, but your defense allows yeah. more points and he's never protected um, at the front, yeah. at, at the front. So offensive lineman, uh, defensive, like, again, like a Mika Parsons, like, look at him. He comes into Dallas like and, he, so and good, he's yeah. probably going to be replace Aaron Donald as the best defensive back in the league. So if you can find something like that, we'll see what happens. I'll be watching the draft because we're going to do, we got to do a show on it. So Seahawks, if you pick a quarterback, I won't be mad, but I just think they got to go offensive line or, or or defense because that's what they got to fix right now. You bring in a couple like fillers for a couple of seasons, and then you find your quarterback uh, maybe one, two years down the line. Interesting. Yeah, well, we'll see. The draft is always good. I feel like we've been really spoiled the last couple of seasons with the talent that's come out, right? Like last year, QB galore, right? It's so many good QBs coming out. Chase comes out of nowhere. You know, yeah. really great offensive lineman. Uh, Micah Parsons, like you said, right? Sertan, receivers are just – it's been saying. ridiculous. Find so something. Find something. They gotta, you could find something. At nine, they got pick you're nine. Top, you're picking top ten. Yeah, I agree with you. Again, I don't know what team to pick. Just pick Denver. I don't want to be a bandwagoner. You know what no, I mean? No, you're not bandwagon. Denver hasn't played a game with Russ yet. I don't want to be – no, but not not even like Denver. I'm talking about like the Bengals. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, come on. Denver. No, that that would be – Or like you throw – I throw – I'd maybe just be a Chargers fan. And then the division's terrible. I don't want to live in that division forever. You know what I mean? Division, then I'm talking about the Raiders too because tough. like the Raiders are growing. Devontae Adams gets – down to the Raiders. No, dude, 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 you have to go. Back. You have John to Grimm's go. Gone. Do I stay in the NFC? I don't know. Do I just be, you know what? Do I be a Rams fan? Maybe or just be a Rams fan. <laughs> They're sick. They're, they sign everybody. It's like the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you know what? We're going to sign everybody. This is coming What's from with a the Seahawks Bobby fan? Wagner thing. I didn't understand that. What was with the Bobby Wagner thing? They're moving house, bud. It's done. They got to move house, not on the field. They got to move house in the front office. That's what they got to move house in. Well, you know what? They made Listen. some terrible, like, look at Jamal Adams, man. Oh. What happened there? What happened yeah. there? 
<laughs> we brought Final him in. I'm like, oh, yeah, two first round picks. Who cares? We got Jamal Adams, Luca. <laughs> Nothing. You should be a Denver fan. Follow us. Follow us. Okay, I know, but you stuck with it. The thing is, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. Luca stuck with the Pats, but after one year being crap, they were good again. You know what I mean? Like, because you got a coach, you got an offensive line, you had a good defense. You know what I'm saying? The Seahawks yeah, but I'm also, you know, they, 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 yes, they're, I guess, better than they were the year they didn't have Brady, but Look, they made the playoffs. Yes, but man, the conference is too good. I can't, man. I don't know. Max, my guy. And we'll see what happens. I want a receiver. Dude, um, Josh Allen gets injured. Dude, Patriots win the division. Breath, man. I'm just saying, the pa- like the Patriots are there. Yeah, they're the there. Patriots yeah. are there. Miami also got. They're going to make they the playoffs. Time. They're going to make the playoffs. So it's, they're probably going to be you in a wild card. The playoffs? They're going to be in a uh, wild card. Not maybe not stretch, this year with man. that division. That's Does Denver come close to winning that division, Luca? Like, yeah. do they win it? Some, some people have them winning already. Some people have them in the conference. I just think Kansas City's in a, not in a even. Game. In. Kansas City's going to come three. I still don't. I think that the Chargers are going to get the poop end of the stick there. And uh, I think the Chargers, if they don't make the playoffs, I was talking to Nick today and Mattel, and they said. If they don't make the playoffs this year, the culture is awful. It's done for. They like, move off everybody? No, not move off everybody, but it's like kind of like the least. Culture sucks. Like, just just give up. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying the Leafs culture sucks. They're the second biggest franchise in the NHL. But you know what I mean, where playoff success is just not a thing. I think these guys can't even get to the playoffs. They're getting hurt all the time, where mm-hmm. it's going to be one of those guys who are like, you know what? Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're good. But we don't trust them. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. And that's why I mean by culture. Right, so but hockey's different. Toronto's the biggest team in Canada, and Canada's the mainstream for that sport. Or um, LA is LA. We're gonna go long. Um, Tom oh, we're going to retires and comes back. Are we gonna save this for another pod? Can we just because yeah, this is it's... stupid. That was the. I don't stupid... want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. That it's was whatever. That was like. Yeah, it's dumb. I like. I I knew you were in tears. We had a whole podcast of you. It's been that long since we've done a pod. Yeah. It's been that long, dude. The last time we did a pod was the week, the the week that Russ got dealt, is the last. Yeah. It was the week that we that I got sick. So we haven't that done a, we haven't done a pod for, since. So literally a month, bro. I started a for we have four, four weeks. So we haven't done a pod, so it's been a lot. Yeah. And so Denver, eh? Just go Denver. You you're a Russ fan. Who cares? Anybody calls you a bandwagon, you say, yeah, listen, I don't want you to follow me. Allow it. I'm going to go buy another Russ Denver jersey because I just bought a, a Russell Seahawks jersey. Who he's going to be out of the league and he's like older. You know what I mean? So, like, I got to find a new team. I got to find a new team. Yeah, but I love true. DK. Love Tyler Lockett. Like, DK Metcalf, again, sick. But, I, like, but it's not like football is not your sport where if Matthews gets traded tomorrow, you're still going to be a Leaf fan. No, if Matthews gets traded, I'm still a Leaf fan. That's what I'm saying. Still or Russ. Fan. He gets traded. You really give a crap about Seattle. Yeah. You just like Russ. Like if Vladdy goes to the Yankees, I'll hate Vladdy forever. If Vladdy, no, okay, hold on. If Vladdy leaves his free agent to the Yankees, I, I'll never. I'll, I'll I'll hate him forever. I'll hate him even if he comes back ever. I'll hate him forever. No, I'll hate him. If, if he goes to the Dodgers, go ahead. Yeah, we'll never. No, I'll still, him. I'll still get pissed. I'll be like, no, we're never. No, yeah, we're I'll never gonna play him. Where if he gets traded to the Yankees, I'll He's hate the forever. I'll hate the Jays. <laughs> I'll, I will uh, hate Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins forever. forever. Bring <laughs> back Ed number one. Oh yeah, no, no. They honestly, if the, he goes, to, if, if I ever see Vladdy in pinstripes, I will. I'm no sorry. Thanks. No, thanks. no. Don't thank even you. put that in my head. You, you brought it up, man. 
You know what? You know how much I hate. Vladdy's gonna make the biggest contract in the Major League Baseball. Yeah, he's the best player in baseball. He should. He's gonna make like 400, 500 million. Watch. And, and would Bo, you not pay him that? I would. I would. And Bo seems like the kind of guy, by the way, to leave. I know Bo looks like he's gonna leave, eh? I, but I just don't think so. Yeah, because he looks so sad. He's white front. on his car, bro. That's why. This is the thing. I the what the Jays did is that they structured all these guys like Barrios, Gosman, Springer, Ryu. All these contracts end when the entry level deals or whatever they're called in baseball for Vladdy and Bo finish. So there's gonna be a lot of money for those two guys. And if this is why I'm saying this four year window has to be we need one world series because what? after that they one or four. two i said at least we need one i said at least we need <laughs> no, one I'm they good need with one the dynasty right now and after no, they that they after one. that if they win sign vladdy to whatever you want i don't care if the jays are crap lifetime, for the next lifetime deal crap for the next 10 years if i get to watch vladdy and bo go out there every day and field grounders and hit bombs. I'll be happy as a Jays fan. Before you leave, I know it's long. Oh my god, it's it's been a month. Relax, Luca, everybody. Watch. Luca. It's been a month. No, no paper for me. Nothing. We just been Fine. shooting the shit. This is no. what happens when we go month off. I appeared on gameplay earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I I asked Matt Cause. Okay, um, the duos in Toronto because Ooh, I saw this. You did. I did. did. You listen? Did you listen to me? You no, I didn't. I didn't. I saw it on sports. Oh, okay, yeah. It. Sorry, well, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Just go back and listen to it later. This guy's uh, a busy guy. You know, yeah, he's yeah. all over the place. Can't um, keep track of him. Golden era for Toronto sports. I got the Raps in the playoffs. You oh, got no. Jays who were World Series contenders, and the Leafs who. Mitchie and Matt, the Leafs, baby. Exactly. Unreal. Mitch and Matthews, Vladdy and Bo, Siakam and Van Vliet. Start like keep one. Bench one, get rid of one. Uh, Van Fleet and Siakam and Cotton. Just I feel like everybody. Again. I feel like everybody does that. Yeah, but but you know the funny thing Raptors is, they're the only take... one. They're the only one who has a ring. Yeah. Take that in, and everybody's so quick to dismiss but this them. And I thing. agree with you. I would dismiss them too. I would. There was a conversation though, and we've had this on shows before. The Raptors were like building up to be Toronto's team. Well, then again, I think they passed the Leafs one year, eh? I yeah, think they, they passed, they passed, passed. In the championship year. No one cared about yeah, the Leafs. They were out in the first true. round, and then everybody went to the Raptors. True. And then, but then again, Kyle Lowry leaves, and now you got to rebuild. So Kawhi, the Raptors yeah. have knocked down in, in stature. I think it's it's always going to be like this, depending on how the team is. But then you have Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner doing record setting things. And then you have Bo and Vladdy who are just electric to watch. And you get to watch them throughout the summer. Everybody's having a great time. So because I'm a hockey fan at heart, I'm keeping Matt's. Actually, no. I want Bo and Vladdy. If Matthews Matthews leaves, if Matthews leaves, I would like them to keep Marner because, again, Marner can work magic with anybody. But Bo and Vladdy have to stay together for – a long, long time in in this uh, in this city. So. I agree. I would keep uh, Vladdy and Bo. Vladdy and Bo. Matthews and Mark are great. Love hockey, but those guys are going to play 160 games. And we're going to see him. We're going to see him all the time, and it's going to be like just the hype. Just the hype of that day, opening day, was just so fun. I'm like, it's Friday night. I know baseball's back. 
I just can't wait Showtime. to go to. I can't wait to go to the Rogers. Did you Did you go that day? By the way, you no, asked me no, to go. I, I, no, because <laughs> te- it all happened in five minutes. I text. He texts me. My cousin's got three tickets. You want to go? I said yeah. He's like, okay, find three people. So I text you. Text my buddy Lucas. Text my buddy Ryan. So you answers first. You answered first. I'm like, okay, Luca, you're coming. And within, and then you said no because you were busy. And then my two other buddies said they were good to go. Within, as soon as they both said they were good to go, he sold the tickets. So I didn't end up going. So it, it's okay. I'll, I'm, I'm going to go to a game soon and uh, I'm going to enjoy myself for sure. Well, good for you because every time I go, they lose. So I don't know if I'm going to go this year, but I do want to go. But no, we'll you're going to come with me and maybe we'll cancel out because every time I go, they win. Okay, fine. That's Except fine. for that Yankees game where they needed to win and they lost 2-1, but it's okay. All good. I forgive them. Luca, good pod, buddy. Good Thank return. You. Um, you can listen to us on Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. I don't. This episode won't be on YouTube, but we're going to get back uh, within the coming weeks with more of our uh, uh, gimmicky, more like playoffs, draft. We'll get those yes. on YouTube for sure. We're going to get more guests on. And we're going to see if we can do this week to week. Uh, hopefully none of us get sick and we can find uh, find the time because we're, uh, Luca and I are both busy guys. So we're, we're going to find the time and get it done. Uh, follow us at the L2 Sports Podcast. Follow Luca at L.Moya12 and myself at LucasCritelli23. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. For Luca, I'm Lucas. We'll see you guys next week.